Welcome back to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My guest today is Ryan Owahan, who is the Director of Business Development at Antisocial Media Solutions here in Vancouver. Ryan, how are you today? I'm doing good, my buddy. I'm doing good. Fantastic. I'm super excited to chat with you. You know, the last conversation we had, we just got like right into like people leadership and and how to motivate people and, and, and really get them going. And I know that you have such a broad background in, you know, sales, marketing, people, but as a way of getting started, can you give people like a quick blurb about who Ryan is? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, you bring up some good points there when it comes to people. Uh, first and foremost, I'm, I'm a lover of people and that's kind of, it, you know, intertwined in my DNA. So, um, worked in uh, the beverage, alcohol and hospitality category for quite some time, ranging in a variety of roles from sales and marketing and brand building from independent managing territories, managing teams, building brand strategy, et cetera. Um, so that's how I kind of got my kick, but I've always been fascinated with building brands. And so, from that, I had the opportunity to transition to a traditional agency and get a feel of, of what that's all about and, and that world. And, and uh, I'm, I'm always, always super uh, um, interested in learning how you know, great people do great things. So I got to work under a great mentor for a bit. And then ultimately now here, I'm working in, uh, in the world of uh, creative digital marketing at Antisocial and working on building brands from scratch, optimizing brands online, humanizing brands. And again, just going back to uh, connecting uh, people to brands and, and making people feel special and unique and, and build a relationship of sorts to the world of, uh, of brands. So that's kind of my quick bio. That's awesome. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that stuck out that I hadn't heard before. So, you know, in your hospitality and, and beverage, I used to be in food and beverage as well. But it sounds like to me, like a lot of stakeholder management, like you have a lot of people to keep happy. There's obviously the client side of strategy. But what I was really just like present to is when you're communicating, like doing your client work, you're like sharing a vision for change. So it's like sharing that vision of the future that you want and communicating a, a, a change vision. But I don't know if we'll get that far into it today, but it's just really cool to hear like the different aspects of strategy that you're involved in, especially at a growing company like Antisocial. You've been there for a couple of years now and sounds like it's gr growing, going and growing. Yeah, the company's coming along and, you know, us alongside many others are in the uh, the digital marketing space trying to figure out this whole internet thing. So uh, things are uh, things are coming along and, and like I said, we're continuing to uh, to grow here in Vancouver. That's awesome. To get started, I mean, I'm looking at your LinkedIn here and the first article that comes up says, know yourself, the important stuff, being transparent with your employer and yourself. So can you, do you remember that article? Do you know what I'm talking about? Can you speak to a little bit about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about that in the terms of leadership? Because I think that that's a really great place to start in terms of the people aspect of leadership. Sure. Well, I think, you know, for myself and as I continue to grow in my, uh, you know, I think getting to know yourself as you evolve as, as a man, as a professional, as a personality, writing something that I've always been interested in and have done in different, you know, forms and fashions. I by no means am a scholar when it comes to vocabulary or proper vocabulary or how to write. But what I do believe is that if you have a great idea, if you have the right intention, uh, to put that out onto paper, put it out into the world, get it out into your community. It's done 
for the right reasons, it'll resonate and it'll, it'll connect. So um, when it comes to that, you know, for, for that article itself and, and others that I'm, I've written and I'm starting to write as I, as I evolve and, and grow, it, it all comes back down to, you know, being self-aware, very much getting to know yourself so that you're able to thrive and, and perform in a job, um, you know, along on a team um, to complete a task. So again, when it comes to the idea of knowing yourself, I think it's something that is very interesting to to discuss and to dissect. And I think it's also very intimidating. So for me, if I'm able to sometimes grab these big subjects, these big topics and just say like, you know what, let's just, let's go at her and let's, uh, you know, let's get our hands dirty and let's just start kind of talking and discussing about some of the things that it may see, seem uncomfortable, but really if it comes down to leadership, you need to be able to have, you know, those dirty uh, discussions and, and playing the dirt as long as, you know, high five and motivating people and things are, things are going along, uh, going along well. So, um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's a little insight to, uh, again, tons of probably grammatical errors, but I don't really care about that. <laughs> well, it's uh, knowing your own leadership style and being true to yourself. So the podcast that we did uh, just before this was about the DISC profile. And so understanding, you know, who you are, but also in relation to other people and what they want. And then somebody very wise once said, I promise you, the more time you spend getting to know yourself, the easier it will be to get to know everyone else. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Yeah. That's uh, that's Mrs. Owahan, uh for those of you pl- <laughs> that's, yeah, playing that's, at home. So, my mom, <laughs> yeah, that, was, uh, that was her line. So. so that's awesome. Well, you can send her to the podcast once we're done. But well, let's let's use that as a transition and say so. You know, what are your personal two to three best practices for leading strategy with teams? There's so many ways to break it down. I think a great strategy is almost a byproduct of you know the right having the right people in the room, having the right understanding of, you know, what we're actually trying to do, what we're trying to achieve, getting the right people that you feel comfortable, safe, are talented, but will give you straight goods. I think when it comes to developing a strategy, you really first and foremost have to start with the foundation. Why are we doing what we're doing? What are we trying to achieve? Who do we need on the boat or who do we need on the bus to get the job done? Who's doing a great job? Who's not? Where's the opportunity? So I think you know when it when it starts with strategy, first and foremost for me, it starts with people and building that team, building that roster to ultimately get those discussions, that flow going, that ultimately will create and develop into what we call it, the strategy. Got it. So I got understanding and getting clear on what we're up to and why we're doing it. Uh, who do we have on the team and where are they on the team to like be positioned to make that happen? people broadly speaking and then a a fourth one that sort of came out was like performance management and i i would say that that's probably somewhere in order in terms of you know getting from where we're going to on the ground implementation and execution yeah yeah a hundred percent and i say you know even to for myself the way that i've always looked and maybe you know come off in this podcast i don't get caught up in terminology it's almost like a good song for me it's about feeling so you know, why are we doing what we're doing? How can we win? Who's doing a great job? Do we have the ability? Do we have the resources? Do we have the smarts? Are we, are we fucking good enough to do this? Like my whole thing is like, let's start at the base of what, what is, we need a, a, you know, a, a solid foundation for this house and this vision of this building to come to life. So let's start there. And, uh, and let's start by just asking the very like 
basic layman's terms questions to uh, to get the ball rolling. Yeah, absolutely. And and as a process, so you know, for our listeners who are uh, senior leaders of you know global enterprises, some small businesses, and sort of all across the world, they are leading their strategies with their teams. They are leading people. They're putting their strategic plans together, and they are moving forward. So you know, as a hopefully a takeaway for them, what is your own personal? approach to making that happen do you take time away do you do it with your team on an iterative process you know how do you create that process of like you know building the foundation and getting that clear picture one having the vision i think that comes from you know there's someone at the top or one or two people that really have this idea this feeling this vision that they can articulate and it becomes contagious in terms of like this idea what is the big idea right like what are we actually trying to do and then it's enrolling the right people. Okay, great. Now, who do I need on this team or who do I need on the roster? Who do I need on my, you know, on my bench to kind of bring this to life? And what are their departments? Creative, strategy, you know, what have you, you know, operations, culture, HR, and really start to take this idea and start to just explain your vision and kind of, kind of, you know, just passing the ball along. So here's kind of what we're thinking. What are your thoughts? Oh, if we were to do that, we can maybe go here. Great. Throw the football over there. HR, what are your thoughts? Blah, blah. So I think, again, it starts with just being the right people in the right room. First, having that vision, getting the right people, you know, in, in the room. And then from there, having a very candid discussion. If you've brought in the right people to the dance, they're able to articulate very simply what they feel is necessary and needed to bring this to life. So, once we've got the idea, once we've got the people, now let's get, you know, let's get, let's get dirty and let's, uh, let's start discussing what it's going to take to actually get this thing going, go away, come back, do your homework, come back in a week and let's start to present. And, and, and for me, I find it very much is, is like the snowball effect. It just starts to grow and grow and grow amongst, on, you know, amongst the team and, 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 um, and on itself. So do you do those, you know, within your team, again, it's a nimble team, you guys are really active. Do you guys do things like town hall meetings? Do you do stand-ups? Do you work on project teams? How do you guys get that communication on an on a ongoing process? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, we, we establish the team. If we're, you know, a client example, we have a big project. We're developing a strategy for a new brand. We get all the people from the departments. We sit in there. We start to ideate. We come up with that vision. Everyone goes back, does their homework, comes back, presents. And then from there, it's more, you know, I, I can't stand meetings about meetings. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I break down. <laughs> so I'm purpose, agenda, what are we here to talk about? And then we call it, you know, like a round table. Um, and in that it's almost a status meeting, you know, every, you know, once a week, you know, for 30 minutes uh, from everyone's respective department and just discuss where are we at, how are things coming, what's holding us back, where do we need more time, energy, resources, you know, are we still on the path that we need to be on? It's more so about the intrinsics than it is the deliverables. Does that make sense? Uh, like can you explain what you mean by the intern intrinsics? It, it's more about, okay, so if we are trying to come up with a beautiful creative idea for a new 30 second short for a brand, it's not, have we booked in the videographer? It's not Frank going to get his deliverable in on time. That is almost, you have to take ownership of your department and your responsibility against the the task for the big project, the big idea. It's more, 
where can we help? Where can we support on the creative? You should be the rock star of creative, but there are things that we can add and assist. The conversations are more about that than they are. Are we still, you know, on target with our timeline? Is there any pushbacks? That first and foremost needs to be brought forward if need be by that department manager. But we really look at that like that's your, that's on you to take care of. And if it's red alert, obviously it's red alert, but come to the table to discuss, you know, topics that the collective group can join in on. It's not just coming and and regurgitating where we're at week over week. Right. Okay. So like I got the like client side of things, but if we like take a step back, like really looking at the high level leadership aspect, you know, one of the things that, you know, staying on top of the, the intrinsic stuff is important and the creative stuff. I mean, maybe one of the questions I want to ask is what do you do if somebody is not meeting their targets? How do you support and coach them through that stuff if, you know, they're not meeting that needs and how do you help them along so that you can be the leader for them and help them be successful? Totally. I think, I mean, it starts out with culture. Like in the beginning, my managerial, I I never want to manage people. I, again, I I love leading and by me, it's leading by example. It's creating that vision. It's empowering. It's, it's enticing. It's motivating. It's supporting. That's how I lead. So it really, uh, first and foremost, the relationship with the, the individuals you have on your team, you need to have a candid, open relationship to, you know, that fits that personality and the dynamic of that individual relationship. So it's more just a, addressing the, you know, the, the, the tough questions, what's going on, where are you missing the mark? Where do you confuse? If I can't teach you heart, I can help you when it comes to uh, describing, educating uh, on the value of, of giving a shit. But if you don't give a shit, there's not a whole lot I can do for you. My mentality very much is if you are willing and you will go all in and you will lead with your heart, I'll give you everything I got. If to you that doesn't matter, I don't care how good you are, what you do, I don't want you on the team. So, but when you've established that rapport and that relationship and people know that you care about them, like I've got your back, I'm here, call me anytime you want. They're very forthcoming with what actually needs to get done, but more so they take it on themselves to try to create solutions and figure things out before it comes to that point. So I look at the open, you know, open door policy, as long as we're being real and we're talking about what's important, I can help coach, teach, motivate, educate. But if it's smoke and mirrors and you're just not getting the job to get, to get it done because you just simply don't care, that's unacceptable. And, and, and that individual will be removed very shortly. And I failed as a leader to let somebody like that on the bus. It happens, but I do my best to vet um, those things and, and, and build those relationships to start uh, the right way uh, with that foundation so that our communication is, is seamless. And it, so it sounds like based on that, that like hiring for fit, you know, obviously being a smaller organization, like you can't afford to have bad hires, but it sounds like hiring for fit is one of the things that you guys put in place um, ahead of time so that you guys are, you know, really increase the likelihood of your success when it comes to the implementation and the execution. Is that a fair assessment? A hundred percent. I think people overcomplicate the the process of hiring. If someone doesn't care, you can tell. If somebody cares, you can tell. If you if someone has heart, but they might have one of the dumbest answers you've ever heard, 
you have to take that with a grain of salt, appreciate the good. I can teach you more about what it is that we do. I can't teach you to get out of bed and to care about how you carry yourself and how you treat others with respect and how you deliver on your word. That's on you to take care of. So I think it starts with there. If you know, those individuals shouldn't even be allowed inside the office if they don't hit those, those, you know, those metrics, what we look for. And once that has been developed, it's understood that culture is bought in and people know the way that we play here. Everything else, I think, I mean, you're going to have hiccups and what have you, but you're not debating about, you know, intention. You're not debating about do they care. That's a mandatory. That's a non-negotiable. So do you guys have clearly articulated like culture, like expectations as a team or is it like informal? It's growing. It's something other organizations I've worked for where, you know, you say a charter or kind of your mantra, right? Mm -hmm. This is who we are. This is what we believe and and bring it to life. This is a growing company. It's evolving. It's changing. I think that, you know, when it comes to the company itself, there is a expectation of others. There's an expectation of oneself, but that's still, you know, kind of being determined. But I think it's so crucial. I think, you know, those things are, 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 you need to have that. That's that foundation. That is that, that's something you can always go back to. So as the company grows, that's something that I think it's a really great way for anybody to go back and say, okay, don't worry about the project or the deliverable or whatever. We fucked up. Don't worry about that. Let's go back to where we started. Did we come at it with our best foot forward? And were we wearing our Jersey when we got into this project? When we engaged this customer, were we doing it our way? And by having that line to go back to, it's very easy to see where things were broken down. And a lot of it is because we didn't deliver on who it is and what we do and what we believe in. So, so I mean, this will sort of line up with one of my, my last questions in terms of, you can look at your cumulative experience for all of this, is talking about aligning strategy and performance. So like you have what you want to accomplish, how do you actually measure and track and how do you, I don't know, balance the books around what you said you wanted to do, what you're going to do, and then how to actually make sure that you, you hit those goals? Well, I, yeah. So I think, I mean, performance, I think, you know, will then deliver on the strategy. So first and foremost, with the strategy, I think we have to create like measurables, right? So like, what is it that we're trying to do? What is it we're trying to achieve? What are these KPIs or metrics that we need to measure if this makes sense, if we're doing things right. When it comes to performance, I think it's more out of the collective of looking at, okay, here's the team. So we've got four or five people on the team. What is the role that they play in terms of executing this strategy to its full potential? And then it's breaking down performance. What does performance mean as a collective? And then what does performance mean as an individual, right? What is his or her role? What are their individual KPIs? What are their individual metrics? What do they need to do in order for the team to collectively perform at the level it needs to, to ultimately achieve the goal that's been set to deem if the strategy is working or not? So I think, again, that's how I kind of look at it, like big idea, strategy, performance, individuals, and then the metrics, KPIs, and what we have to do per each individual on that team to measure for performing to the level that we need to be performing at. Cool. So, I mean, if we took strategy lingo, what I hear is, you know, taking it from the top down, looking at the vision, then going all the way from uh, team to strategy to individual performance, 
and then going bottom up to say, okay, well, how does if individual components add up to this? What does it mean for the team level? What does it mean at the group level? What does it mean for the organizational level? And one of the examples I was thinking of is, you know, those of you who might not know, Ryan's a baseball fan. I was thinking of Moneyball. Like everybody has cumulatively, each person has their own skill, each person has their own on-base percentage. And if we put all of those together, like statistically, we should be able to build a winning team by, but it takes the intention of understanding that each individual person brings something to the team versus just smooshing a bunch of random components together and hoping for the best. (laughs) Yeah, it, it, you know, and, and it's breaking those things down. Like, what do we actually need? Like, the, the problem I have with a lot of, you know, you look at like, you know, brand docs or, you know, marketers. Like, I don't consider myself a marketer by any means. I really look at simplifying big ideas, creating opportunity, empowering and leading people, educating on if we do A, B, we will get to C. Like, I keep it very simple. <laughs> so, I look at the strategy. Let's break it down. Have we had the big discussion about how we're measuring if this is making sense or not? Performance. Have we discussed on what we need in terms of the team, the roster, the capital, the resources, the time, the energy? You know, being able to have those hard discussions, some would say, quote unquote, hard, like real shit. What do we actually need to do to win? And then how do we build all that up? I mean, you can look at some of the, I think some of the most successful people that I've met, you've probably met, you've engaged with and worked with, they just keep it simple. Instead of being high and low, reactive, proactive, they just, they know. They've taken the time to do their homework, to build out what's needed, to get buy-in, to get the right people on board, and they're going at it as a collective. And there's confidence in that because we've taken the time to, almost to that quote, get to know ourselves so we can get to know everybody else and you take it in a project, we've taken the time to do the homework that really there's not a lot that is going to be thrown in our way that we didn't see coming. We failed if we go, Oh my goodness, I didn't see that coming. Like, yeah, those things happen, but you should have done your homework. You should have practiced more before you went on stage and started selling tickets to this concert. That's going to change people's lives. That's where people fail. (laughs) So, all right. I think that it's a perfect, a perfect place to end. Just come be prepared to win, do what it takes to win and make sure you take a step back. And that way you are, won't be caught off guard on what is really needed. You'll like do the things. And I think Ryan said it way better than me, but uh, that was awesome, Ryan. I really, uh, I really appreciate that. How can people uh, get a hold of you? If you are looking at, you know, on the work front, I mean, you can find me at, you know, Instagram or Awahan on Insta. That's something that I'm just kind of building up. LinkedIn, my name, Ryan Awahan. Um, if you're looking at, you know, a coffee or just a discussion inquiry about what we do at Antisocial, it is Ryan at antisocialsolutions.com. You know, if you're interested in just kind of shooting the shit, talking about big ideas, or if there's anything that, came out of this discussion that uh, kind of hooked or, or, or garnered any interest, feel free to hit me up on, you know, on Facebook, my full name, or uh, through email at uh, my full name at gmail.com. And I'm always open and I'm always excited to, to connect with new people and, and talk about the big ideas, the important stuff. That's awesome. Thanks, Ryan. I really appreciate you being on the podcast, sharing with us. And, and I know from, uh, you know, our last conversation is really about, you know, your commitment to people 
And so, you know, bringing that integrity, that honesty, that transparency, that candor in your leadership makes a difference for people in their ability to express themselves and to like bring them to their full potential. So as a leader, I think what I got out of our conversation today is, you know, really stepping into who you are so that other people can step fully into who they are and then really doing everything that you need to do, uh, both as a leader, as an individual and as a team uh, to make sure that you win. So uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. No, thank you for, uh, for having me on. And, and like I said, you know, having these discussions, early discussions about, uh, you know, obviously something that, 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 you know, that you find interesting that, you know, that you do well. And I bet you the reason that you've connected, we've connected and you connect, you know, uh, well with, you know, clients or, you know, individuals that are interested in what you are is, you know, you're very uh, focused on, on, you know, who you are and what you do and what you're interested in. And I think, again, if you know who you are, man, that's, that's 95% of the battle. We'll never know exactly who we are. We're always growing, but it's an energetic thing, man. So take the time to focus on that. No, everything else, everything else can, uh, can get done tomorrow. So (laughs) (laughs) some wise words to share with the rest of our leaders. So thank you so much for uh, joining me, Ryan. That was a pleasure. And I appreciate the kind words. So uh, my guest today has been uh, Ryan Auerhan, who is the director of business development at Antisocial Media Solutions here in Vancouver. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. Please rate us five stars on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And if there's someone in your network that you think would benefit from this podcast, be sure to share it with them as well. Once again, my name is Anthony Taylor, and this has been the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and until next time.